Hello, you're listening to the Equippers International Podcast, and this is our short version where we're studying the book of Hebrews together, and we're in chapter 12. I'm going to start this episode by rereading the first couple of verses, including the third verse of chapter 12, so let me read verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand at the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Well, we started this chapter in the previous episode, and it is really a transitional chapter. Like in so many of the New Testament epistles, we call them the letters written by the apostles to the churches, to the believers. They normally follow a simple pattern where there's what we call a doctrinal section, a section where the apostles are really laying down foundational truth that we build our lives on. And then they move into a practical section on how to walk it out. Chapter 11 kind of served as the bridge to move us from the doctrinal section of Hebrews, the first 10 chapters that was just steeped with deep truths about who Jesus is, about the nature of the new covenant, about Jesus being a better priest, about better sacrifice and of having a better temple and all the things that the Jews were encouraged in, these believing Hebrew people do not go back and to walk away from their newfound faith in Christ, but to persevere. And so chapter 11 bridges us over to obviously chapter 12, where the writer starts with this transitional word, therefore. So since all these things are true, therefore, how do we live? And the first thing he encourages us in is how to walk the Christian life. It is a race. It is a long-term commitment. And he says, lay aside the encumbrance, the weights, anything in your life that would be a distraction. The Christian life itself is a challenge enough, let alone trying to walk it out with having things hanging on you and carrying burdens and walking in sin. And he says, just lay those things aside. And the greatest encouragement he gives us in this process of laying aside is in verse 2, is that we fix our eyes on Jesus. Literally, we look to him because Jesus is the author and perfecter of faith. It's not our faith that he's the author and perfecter of. He's the author and perfecter of faith. The word there, author, literally is leader. He's the one that went out before us and actually walked faith out in a practical way more than any other person. What that simply means to me is that Jesus lived his earthly life as a man, as a human. He looked continually to the Father in trust and dependence. Jesus had to walk by faith. He did not know everything that was going to happen and unfold before him. He tells us clearly that he had to depend on the Father and he had to look to him to do what the Father was doing and to speak what the Father was speaking. And in that position, in total dependence on God, Jesus 
Jesus authors, it's like he literally demonstrates for the first time what a faith life looks like, a life of full dependence. Even when he was facing the cross, he had to demonstrate faith, believing and trusting that God would raise him up. And so he endured the cross, knowing there was a joy set before him, knowing that there was something better to come, but having to trust the outworking of it in God's way and in God's time. So Jesus becomes the author and perfecter of faith. And so we fix our eyes on Jesus. You know, it's so easy to become distracted in this life, especially as we're trying to walk with the Lord and do what we believe God has called us to do and live a life the way God wants us to live. And we can get so caught up in all the do's and don'ts and I should and shouldn't. And all along, what we need to be doing is fixing our eyes on Jesus. You know, this is a very important and practical process in the Christian life. And it takes time to develop a lifestyle of where we look to the Lord, where we gaze on Him. This is a devotional process. This is a process of choice where we take the time to look to Jesus. Now, it's very difficult. It moves into a very subjective realm. I realize that each of us have our own way of relating to the Lord, and I can't tell you how to do that. I know how I do that in my own personal journey. I'm just encouraging you to seek the Lord and develop a lifestyle of looking to Jesus because Jesus is the one that has set the example and he is the one that is able to impart to us how to walk by faith. So the writer is going to practically encourage us with the one thing that is the most important thing in walking out our Christian life, and that is to keep looking to Jesus. I'm reminded of the words that I love in the Apostle Paul, again, in 2 Corinthians 3, where he says that we behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, and we're being transformed into that same image. And so we have to look to Jesus. We have to develop a lifestyle where we stop, we meditate, we contemplate, we look with our spiritual eyes, we look with our hearts to the Lord, and we just look at Him. Looking at the Lord is the most important thing we can do in our faith walk. And I'm reminded of the old song that we probably all sang, Turn your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the world will grow strangely dim. So it's so important that we look to him. And in verse 3, he tells us to consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Literally, the lose heart there is fainting in our souls. At times, the Christian walk is difficult, just like it was difficult for the Hebrew believers of the first century. Sometimes it's difficult for us. And in those 
those times, it's very easy for us to lose heart. It's very easy for us to feel weary in our soul, like we can't go on. So it's like the writer is encouraging and spurring us on to persevere, to endure in our faith, just like Jesus endured. He draws on the one experience in Jesus' life that challenged him at the very core of his being, going to the cross, following through and accomplishing exactly what God sent him to do. And in that moment where he's in the Garden of Gethsemane, it brings him to the point where he actually cries out to the Father, Lord, please let this cup pass from me. I don't want to have to endure through this process. This is a shameful process. The writer says there that he endured the cross and he despised the shame. He didn't like what he had to walk through, but he persevered in faith and he surrendered his will to the Father. And he said, not my will, but yours be done. This is such an important element of our faith walk with the Lord. When times get challenging and times get hard, we have to surrender deeper into the Lord's will. And we have to surrender deeper in our trust and dependence on him. You know, it's so easy to move our focus off of the Lord and to begin to make our own plan, to begin to cling to what I call contingencies and things that bring satisfaction and things that make us feel good. And the Lord wants us to learn this deep lesson of pushing further and deeper into a lifestyle of faith and dependence on Him. That's where we need to consider That's where we need to look. And Jesus sets the example. Jesus is our leader. He is literally the author, the inventor of faith. He's the one that walked it out perfectly. And he is there for us if we will just look to him. So I want to encourage you today, whatever you're facing, whatever might come in the future, develop this rhythm of looking to Jesus. I promise you that's where your strength will be. And that's where Jesus will encourage and impart to you what you need to continue in your walk of faith. So be strong and courageous and love Jesus more.